Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, Clayton Kendrick Holmes is our army now. I worked for a marathon for years. He's the other great thing. He manage the amount of hits because they only get so many. The reality is, it's like, you want to make them, obviously, they love the game and there's contact involved in the game, but you want to make sure that don't have contact for the sake of contact. But make sure that they're meaningful contact at all times. As the season progresses, it becomes crucial for coaches and coordinators to ensure their defensive units remain sharp and perform at their best. The late season brings unique challenges such as maintaining fresh and game-ready players and managing injuries while also countering opponents who are familiar with your team's tendencies. In this episode, we'll explore three key strategies employed to navigate the late season successfully and keep your defense in battle rhythm. We are joined by Western Illinois defensive coordinator Todd Drury, who gives a big-picture overview of what he thinks about to keep his defense performing optimally former NFL defensive line coach John Mumford, who shares insight into how to manage the defensive line into the late season, and Fordham defensive assistant and tackling expert Vince Digitano, who shares his thoughts on making contact count. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512 512- 814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. 
raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. First, Western Illinois defensive coordinator Todd Drury shares how the focus is on keeping the players fresh, energized, and healthy. His practice periods are adjusted to ensure quality reps while minimizing physical strain, yet preserving timing and recognition with visual heavy drills. Be sure to check the show notes for an episode in which he shares his walkthrough methodology, which maximizes reps. Yeah, so as you get later in the year, we're, we're really looking at, you know, now we're a larger play count, right? Larger tendencies, all those things. But for us, it's about keeping the guys fresh and energized. And so throughout the year, you know, we're, we're going to adjust those periods in practice to make sure that we are staying fresh, we're staying healthy. We're going to make sure that we are staying energized, staying focused on, on what we need to do. But a lot more up-tempo walkthroughs, jog-throughs, you know, where we're, we're getting the quality rep. But at the same time, we're staying healthy. You know, we've talked about all the walkthroughs and different things that we do on other podcasts. But, you know, we do we still do a bunch of that stuff where we're getting a we're getting a, a visual rep, but we're not necessarily getting a physical rep. We're getting a we're getting a lot of different reps in a lot of different ways. And, and we try to use our teaching as much as possible. So one of the things we do is, you know, we have a cut up of all the all the plays we're going to see that day. And then, you know, all the coaches, we have the pictures of those plays. And, and you know, we're trying to coach off the film, off the pictures. And then we're going to get out there. And we're going to we're going to get a picture of that play from the scout team. Um, and so we want to focus highly on our stance, our start, and our technique, and, and and visual keys. We're going to take that physical part out of it. You know, we do work tackling all year long in terms of you know we're going to we're going to tackle in practice with you know our tackling circuits and the way we teach tackling. You know, we're going to try to stay off the ball carrier. You know, later in that year and really make sure that we're going to we're just getting to the game. Right. The goal is to get the guys the reps that they need to execute 100 out of 100 times during the game. And so, um, yeah, we're really going to tailor that practice to be that way and make sure that guys are, are healthy to play in the game. Also, you know, that pairs up with usually, you know, you get late season, you have guys that maybe can't practice full speed early in the week, but as the week, as their bodies heal up, you know, they're going to be coming back in that game that week. So we want to have periods where those guys can get in there and still get their quality reps as well. So try to teach as much as we can, as effectively as we can in the, in the classroom with the video with the pictures of the plays, but then also the walkthroughs and then really maximizing the full speed reps that we do get um, late in the year. As you get later in the year, you do have a larger sample size. So you know, you should know what they're doing well and who they are as a team and really trying to defend those things and put your kids in the best position possible. Next, former NFL defensive line coach John Mumford explains why having quality depth is crucial for managing player workload, especially for key positions like the defensive line. He shares his method for substituting players strategically during games, which helps prevent overuse and potential injuries, and digs into ideas on monitoring players' health and getting input from trainers and strength coaches. As a defensive line coach, I think the first thing that's important is that that you have quality depth. You don't want to have your best player, particularly up front or really any position, but especially a, a guy that's in the box, you don't want him playing 70, 75 reps a game. And because by midseason, they're, they're going to wear it down. And I think 
you can mitigate that, Keith, by having good depth, developing that depth, picking out the situations in which you sub for that player. And it's hard as a coach because during the course of a game, if it's a closed game, you get this feeling that, man, I don't know if I can put this guy in right now. We need our best guys in. But you have to force yourself to do it because you'll grind down your, your better players if you don't manage that. So I always kept track of their game reps. I'd make sure if I'd know what their health status was, talking to them. You know, some guys, you're going to get, Coach, I'm fine, I'm fine. Some guys will will be honest with you. But I've always been blessed with having good trainers and good strength coaches around me. And I would always try to get their input as far as what the players were doing, how they were performing in those areas. Sometimes a good trainer is going to have insight to a player that can come up and tell you, hey, coach, he's, he's hurting pretty good. You might, might watch him in practice and, and uh, mitigate his reps. I think as you get toward the end of that season, as you're developing your depth and giving play, you know, the, the second team, the third team guys opportunities to play, you're showing confidence in them. And you have to take the results and, and you know, if they're good, great. If, if not so good, you know, it's a, it's a teachable moment to bring them up to speed and continue to get them reps in practice. So early on, we all, you know, particularly in the defensive line, we, we bang a good bit against each other. And probably by the fourth or fifth game I, in my drill work, I always tried to take the banging out of it heavy contact out of it and go ahead and put the kids in the fit at that point right after contact and then work on their pressure and separation and pressure. We did a lot of sled work to help reduce the amount of contact that they would do. And, you know, most teams by the end of the season, you're in a pretty good battle rhythm. Practice-wise, you're probably going to reduce some of the time you spend on the field by then your individual work probably comes down five or 10 minutes, more emphasis on, on your group or teamwork. And then, you know, like I said earlier, just keeping track of of the number of reps they're playing and their overall health and having that relationship with the player that if he's hurt and playing through it, then you have to know that keep a close eye on it and then back off where necessary. And then, keep developing the backup guys, the second and third string guys, and trying to gain trust, build their confidence so that they can get in and be effective. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. 
We finished with our in-house tackling expert, Fordham University defensive assistant Vince Digitano. He shares how the self-scout identifies team deficiencies internally, which is crucial. He then shares his tips on making contact reps meaningful because at this time of the year, they also need to be limited. More than anything else, you're kind of in a rhythm. I think you're really not trying to reinvent a lot of stuff. I think the difference is that when you get to mid-plate season, depending on where you are, you start, you tend to kind of look and see like, you, you and you kind of look in a way, you're usually how things shake out, and this is for most people, you're with a, an opponent, you're, you're usually aware of. At that point, there's two things that are happening. Probably they're a conference opponent, you know, obviously at the collegiate level speaking with, and probably in most high school situations. You're probably a very familiar opponent. So you're trying to look for trends about what they're doing because as much as you feel like you've been fundamental and you can kind of, you know, you're working on yourself and you're trying to get to, they're going to find ways to outlet you. Like they're going to find ways to get things open because they know you and you kind of know them and there's going to be some uniqueness to it too. The thing about it is like to start to try to look at them a little closer to see like, start to predict like how are they going to, you know, you have to, I think one of the most important pieces of that too is why we do it during the course of the season, really consistently doing a self-scout. Once you're doing a self-scout during the course of the season, you see where your deficiencies are because you almost kind of shift and say like, well, I know that we're looking at, know we're looking at, at what they do and we know they're going to have something that's really unique. But the reality is you got to look inward and see like, what are they seeing? And where are we kind of deficient inside there? And where are some areas that we have to shore up to make sure that we kind of can maintain leverage? Because a lot of times in my experience has been at different places, once you get to that piece, you kind of say like, well, you know, why is it that we're not in the same positions that we were in during the course of it? It's just because they may have a formation or they may have something that is what they do, but that it has a wrinkle on it that's kind of pulling you out of position. I think that there's a reality of that too, that's pulling you, you know, maybe it may be a formation or it may be a, you know, uh, an insert or a fit or something that kind of, kind of shakes out to be in the line of what they do, but it kind of also is earmarked for you too. So we try to identify, try to identify those, kind of predict those, kind of prepare for those. And the thing is, it's not drill work that does that a lot of times. A lot of times it's really still through scout cards and indie periods and what those team periods look like and really making sure that we have a clear understanding about, you know, you may be taking up blocks from different areas. I think those are huge. And then ultimately you're, you're, you're hopefully in a position where you're starting to play a little deeper into the season and then obviously play into the postseason. So you're really trying to manage contact and you're making sure that all every contact that you have, I'm talking about like in terms of drill work, like it, it, there's going to be some heavy days that you have, but you're making sure they're meaningful. And a huge component of it too, which I really applaud, like especially where I'm at now and, and really my my brother in the thing is, is Joe Gilfeder over there too. When it comes to working with them, is just paying attention to injuries and paying attention to the weight, paying attention to the progress in there too. You know, Clayton Country Combs, who's at Army now, I worked for a marathon for years. He's just he had a great thing. He manage the amount of hits because they only get so many of them. The reality is, is like you want to make them obviously they love the game and there's contact involved in the game, but you want to make sure that don't have contact for the sake of contact. Like make sure that they're meaningful contacts at all times. There's only going to be so many times that you can do that right, before 
you start to really set the fatigue sets in, and you used to talk about that too, and all this kind of stuck with me for you know many years now, after 20-something years, it stuck with me just because, especially late in the season, like you know you're going to scale back, you know you're going to taper off, but how do you still get the work done? I think it's key. Navigating the late season requires a comprehensive approach to keep your defensive units sharp and healthy. By adjusting practice intensity, focusing on quality reps, and utilizing visual recognition drills, you can strike a balance between preparation and player well-being. Additionally, managing the workload of the defense through strategic substitution and minimizing heavy contact drills reduces fatigue and promotes your player's development. Keep tuning in for valuable ideas to keep your team performing optimally in these late season games. Go to coachingcoordinator.com to sign up for our weekly tip sheet, which shares the best ideas of each week.